Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This is episode number 50, Managing Difficult Relationships. Welcome to the Mindset for Life podcast. This is Bethany, your coach from drbcoach.com, coaching with power, purpose, and practical tools to help you show up with confidence. Thank you for joining me for today's podcast. We're going to be talking about difficult relationships. It's fall right now. We're near the end of October. And I don't know where you're at, but where I am, it has suddenly become quite cold. We went from 60, 70 degree temperatures during the day to 27. Next week, it might get a little warmer, but right now we are having record cold temperatures. In fact, they say that where I live has not been this cold since the 1800s. Pretty crazy, huh? That said, I'd like to dive in with a conversation about difficult relationships. I'm going to use a metaphor, and that is a corn maze. Have you ever heard of a corn maze? A corn maze is this huge field that has been purposely planted in the pattern of a maze. It's been carefully designed, and all the rows of corns have either been plowed down or they've been cultivated in such a way as to create trails and paths. Now, this corn maze that we visited last week was phenomenal. First of all, it was well laid out. It was thoughtfully planned and designed. But on top of this, it was several hours of pleasurable enjoyment and fun. You see, the corn maze is shaped in such a way that there are actual letters. There are different um, features in the corn maze. And if you go through, you get this card, you can punch it at each one of the stops along the way. There are something like 16 different stopping points. And as you get to these different stopping points, you'll find a sign that tells you you've reached the goal. Let's just say we've reached point number one. As you approach the point, you find a sign with a paper punch hanging from it, and you take your card and you punch the number. Each number is a different shape, so you literally have to go through this entire maze if you want to collect all 16 points. So my husband, my youngest son, and I went to this corn maze a couple weeks ago, and we had an outstanding time. My husband went off with his friend, and they went and pursued all the different points on the maze, and my husband and I went our own way. We decided we would get all 16 of these points. And so we started off through the maze. We took our cards and we came upon the first point and the second point. Pretty soon, we had to decide, are we going to pursue the next one and the next one? Eventually, we did all three of the smaller mazes they break this corn maze into, and we achieved all 16. Along the way, there were a lot of wrong turns we could have taken. There was a beautiful bridge that goes over the middle of these fields. It kind of connects one side of the maze to the other. 
So as you get to this bridge, you cross it and you can look out over the entire maze and you can actually see the routes carved in the ground where there is no corn and you can see the pattern of the maze itself. It's quite striking. And having a perspective from that kind of height and seeing the wide field, it really brings in an appreciation of the beauty of the corn maze and also the complexity, how much work, how much effort has gone into this thing. As we navigated this corn maze, as you know, we have the COVID-19 pandemic going on. There were a lot of people we ran into wearing face masks, giving each other a lot of space, a lot of distance. There were a lot of opportunities to pause and wait for people to pass by and give them a lot of space. It was a little bit of a unique experience compared to most years. But what I really noticed was my takeaway from this experience. In previous years, I never really got the hang of how to read the map. I would follow this channel that I thought was the maze itself, when really what I was looking at on the paper was not the trail, it was the space between the trails. You see, on the corn maze map, the colored lines are the walking trails. So this time around, as we're navigating the maze, I got really excited. I got very much into this experience when I realized that the written lines were the trails. And pretty soon, I was, I was so excited I could have run through that thing because I understood how the trails were laid out, where I needed to go, where we were headed next, and how to find every stop along the way. Now, when you start to get a big picture like that, the clarity is very enjoyable and the entire situation becomes one that is pleasurable to have. It took us two hours to do all of those stops, and I think we might have walked a total of four or five miles when we were done. We got some incredible pictures as the sun was setting, and especially from the bridge, as I described that better view. And I hope you'll take a look at my blog to see those photos of this outstanding corn maze experience. Why did I share this corn maze story with you? Well, first of all, I love sharing things that I'm up to because it's kind of fun to think about what I learned from them, and I'd love to share that with you today. But secondly, it's an outstanding metaphor. This maze is just like any day in our lives. We have this idea that we want to accomplish something. We're going down this path, and pretty soon we get disoriented, maybe distracted by all the sights that we see along the way. Unless we can see the big picture of where we're headed or what we're trying to do, we might actually be invited or enticed by every single distraction along the way. If we head down one of those trails, we might lose track of what direction we should be moving in, how to get there, or what to do next. Pretty soon we're walking in an endless loop, repeating the same old patterns and not getting anywhere. As we walk through our day, our relationships, our conversations, or our business duties, each of these little side paths does look like the right path at times. But we have to be very careful to have our trail carefully laid out and know what the next step should be. Today, I want to talk a lot about difficult relationships, and I have two sets of questions for you to help navigate difficult relationships. Let's just liken the corn maze to a relationship. The journey is part of what we experience in that relationship. We get to know the other person. We start working together. 
We have conversations. Maybe there are times where we have assumptions or expectations. Along the way, we might communicate those effectively or ineffectively. Or perhaps we fail to communicate at all. Either way, we might easily get sidetracked along the way throughout being in that relationship. Now, this could be a family member. It could be a spouse, a friend, a child, a neighbor. Could be a colleague at work, a manager. Could be someone we work with across another department. But in all relationships, there are sights to see along the way. We can enjoy the beauty of that other person, just like the scenery in the corn maze. We can enjoy the richness, the complexity of their thoughts, ideas, and personality. And we can also appreciate the conversations we might have with that other person. In all of these situations, we're going to confront our own assumptions, beliefs, and expectations. We're going to bump into the values that we have or the person that we're talking to or relating to. We're going to have our own thoughts and so will they. And there are going to be a lot of emotions that come up, positive, negative, and neutral. Either way, if you can think about the different mindset that you come with compared to the other person, it's going to help you navigate a difficult relationship. The very first set of ideas I'd like to share with you today is called a mental model. And it's based on this concept that we each come with several categories of things going on inside our own minds. First of all, we come with assumptions, beliefs, and expectations. One way to unpack these for ourselves would be to ask, what do I assume about myself, this person, and the situation as a whole? Another question we might ask is, what do I expect will happen? It's unbelievable how many times we interact with other people and have hidden expectations. Often we don't even realize that we have expectations. It can be very helpful to ask other people what they expect and to examine what we expect. Next, we also have to communicate about whether those expectations are valid, justified, clear, well laid out, and realistic. Next, we must consider our values. Values are those things you care most about. For example, in any given situation, I value honesty and integrity. I want to show up that way myself, and I expect other people to show up with honesty and integrity as well. Another person might value something different. It doesn't mean they don't care about honesty or integrity, but something else might be a different priority for them. Understanding what I care most about in any given relationship or situation and thinking about that is going to help me bring it out into the light and understand my own thoughts. That, of course, is the third area, thoughts. Whenever we step into a situation, a meeting, a conversation, especially with another person that we're having a difficult relationship with, we have a lot of automatic thoughts that creep up in our minds. We might not even realize these thoughts are automatic. So it helps to slow down and ask ourselves, in this conversation or in this relationship, what thoughts might go through my mind? And then we have emotions. So whatever we're assuming, believing, expecting, valuing, or thinking, emotions naturally happen. And we're going to have a whole flood of emotions associated with that difficult relationship. 
it can help to ask ourselves, when we step into this situation, this meeting, or this conversation, what emotions come up for me? What feelings am I going to have? And then lastly, what are the actual facts with no interpretation that I can look at, examine, and consider? All of these things form my mental model. A mental model really is like a pair of colored glasses. They can be rose-colored glasses. They can be shaded glasses. They can be difficult to see through, or they can be simple. All of the things that I bring into a conversation or a relationship are part of who I am. I can think about them, and I can examine them, and I can even challenge them and change them. But until I'm aware of them, it's going to be very difficult for me to do. Now, understanding the other person, let's think about the other person in this difficult relationship. That other person has their own assumptions, beliefs, and expectations. Naturally, a good question we might ask ourselves would be, what might this person or this group of people assume about the situation and about me? As I explore that, some things are going to come up for me that I might not otherwise realize. For example, maybe that other person has a deep belief about me that I'm not realizing. Maybe they believe something about themselves. Perhaps they're driven by the need to feel acknowledged, validated. Maybe they're a performer type and they really want to just look good in a situation. Whatever it is, it's going to help me out a lot to start unpacking their possible beliefs, expectations, and assumptions. Secondly, I want to ask, what are their values? What might this person or group of people most value in this situation? Third, I want to look at their thoughts. What thoughts or concerns might be going through their minds when this situation occurs or when they're in a conversation with me? And lastly, what emotions might this person or group of people have when this situation comes up? Now, just like the corn maze, I could go down all kinds of avenues, but it's likely I know something about the other person in the situation where I might be able to predict some possible answers to these questions. Now, if I come at this from a totally different angle, here is another set of questions I might ask myself that would really help me understand the vantage point someone else could be coming from. First, how do I show up in the world? Second, what is it like to live and work with me? Third, how is another person experiencing me right now? Fourth, what is their experience? How are they seeing things generally? And lastly, what impact do my words and actions have on those people around me? Now, as we're thinking about a difficult relationship or a difficult conversation, any kind of slowing it down that we can do to think clearly, understand other people's story, expectation, mindset, mental model, and framing, all of that is going to help us have a much deeper context and understanding to the situation. In fact, with all of this insight, we just might find the clear path to the goal we're looking for. Things will come to our minds, things will become obvious to us that are going to help us navigate that difficult situation or that difficult relationship. 
Sometimes it's going to look like we don't actually need to say anything at all. We just need to hear the other person. We don't have to have an answer. Other times it's going to help us understand what that person needs from us and we'll be able to be responsive and show up in a way that is more valuable and more meaningful to everyone. Have you had any difficult relationships that you needed to navigate? And have they felt a little bit like a maze? Easy to go down the wrong avenue, keep running into a dead end and walk in circles over and over, just like I described with the maze? Anytime we're in that situation, it feels miserable. We feel stuck. Nobody wants to have a difficult relationship on purpose. Chances are we want to have a really positive experience with other people. I hope you'll try out the mental model idea and ask some of these questions and maybe even examine the viewpoints of the other person that you're dealing with. It could help you to feel differently, to see things differently, even to come up with new solutions. I hope you're having a wonderful fall. And even if you're staying home and not going out into the world, I hope you are doing something enjoyable. And I hope you're able to use these tools to improve a difficult relationship this season. I wish you all the best in being the best version of you. This has been a podcast called Mindset for Life by Bethany at drbcoach.com. To find me on the web, you can visit my blog or my website at www.drbcoach.com. That's D-R-B-C-O-A-C-H.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.